Hello everyone, this is Alex Trumbull from The Alex Trumbull Show. And again, thank you for joining us for this week of honor and celebration to our federal employees. And today's winners of the Unsung Heroes of Federal Service Award are being recognized for our Team Hero Award. Now, the plan was to identify someone who, who who was a great team player and and found ways to work creatively and intuitively and 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 productively and positively with their team. However, when this nomination came across, our judges felt there was no way to to split this group up because when the nomination came in, it was for three individuals together. And you know what? <laughs> that made so much sense. A team being nominated for the Team Hero Award. Uh Duh, I guess. <laughs> so today we're going to hear from uh, Kathy Lipke Derpcup, Stacy Washington, and Arthur Allen, all coming to us from the massive and phenomenal Department of Veterans Affairs. See, these individuals won this award because they took on a massive IT transformation at the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, and obviously they were successful, but the way they did it and how they built their relationships to make this transition as flawless as possible is what made our judges think that these were the people that deserved this Team Hero Award. So I am going to step aside, as I always do, and let these phenomenal people share their thoughts, ideas, and recommendations for being an effective team and overcoming massive challenges. Now let's get to the show. Hello, everyone. This is Alex Trimble from The Alex Trimble Show, and I am blessed. I'm excited to have three phenomenal individuals here with me today to talk about teamwork. These individuals are, are coming to us today because of their work at the VA and, and taking on and overcoming a, a massive challenge we're going to have them all talk about. And um, I, I'm just going to shut up and really kind of jump into this. So um, we have Arthur, we have Kathy, we have Stacy. How about we introduce ourselves? Arthur, you want to go first? Thank you, Alex. I'm Arthur Allen. I'm a project manager with the Department of Veteran Affairs in the Division of Development, Security, and Operations, uh, using the acronym DEVSEC. As a result, uh, one of the things that uh, I've been able to do is work on a variety of enterprise-wide projects that have helped the VA achieve some of its strategic goals. Thank you so much, Arthur. Um, how about Stacy? My name is Stacy Washington. I am a manager with the Technology Consulting Group under the VA National Telestroke Team. Um, I've worked for multiple organizations within the VA, IT, and now the VHA, working with the medical centers, project managing, and working with different staff. Absolutely wonderful to have you with us today, Stacy and Thank Kathy. You. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Alex, for the opportunity to be here. Um, I am also part of the DevSecOp as well as what Arthur is from. Uh, I am an implementation manager um, for the national implementation team. And I assist also with uh, uh, putting out uh, um, projects out there to all the VAs. So uh, I... I have to ask you, so the, the individual who nominated you for the, the, the Team Hero Award talked about this, this, this 
massive undertaking you all um, overcame. And, and to be completely honest, they, they, they talked about um, transitioning the, the VA, which is the second largest organization within the federal government. You know, if you if you throw out DOD, VA is right there with just about a half a million employees. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is more difficult than just uh, you know, make putting pushing the download button on Teams, right? So you you're 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 trans you transitioned almost a half a million employees from from Skype to to Teams. Now, can can someone explain to me why is this so challenging? I'll take that uh, first stab at that uh, question, Alex, and I appreciate your way of framing the question because the VA, as you pointed out, is a large organization. But one of the challenges that we were looking at as a team is the fact that moving from Skype for Business, which has been with the VA for quite a few years now, had to take on two components. One, there was a training component because the move to Microsoft Teams was going to be a radical change because Microsoft Teams had a different look and feel about it. So the end user had to get comfortable with that before actually using it. And then the VA, as I said, is a large organization. You had to prepare the different organizations for when this migration was going to occur because they didn't want to disrupt their day-to-day -day operations. So from a customer satisfaction point of view, you wanted to keep our veterans satisfied with being able to get their services as external customers, but we had internal customers that we also had to satisfy. So again, we had to prepare them to let them know why the move was occurring, when it was going to occur, and also the last component of that was how was it going to impact their day-to-day -day operations. Um, 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 Stacy, did you have anything to add to this? Yes, thank you for asking. <clears throat> um, I am actually a partner, one of the customers to um, OINT, and it was a very interesting project because when we got notification that we were going to be migrated, um, I was shocked. And we have the largest group inside of the VA. VHA alone housed, I think we have over almost 300,000 employees. So by being a project manager at the national level, it was my responsibility to ensure that our staff was trained, they were notified, and to just kind of ease some of the transition because at that time we were in the middle of COVID-19. And a lot of our staff had never worked from home before. I enjoy the luxuries of teleworking, but they don't. They're inside of the facilities, they're traveling around, and they're assisting veterans, like my sister, who is a veteran, and a lot of my close friends are veterans. So that was very important to me, important to me because I always believe in leading and serving. So it was a challenge. Um, and to, to be able to reach out to author and become a partner and a team member was, it, I think it was very rewarding. And we built a very strong relationship. And with that partnership and relationship, we were able to ease some of the change that happened out in the field. Because with the clinical staff, I had close relationships. We knew the language. We knew some of the barriers that IT doesn't see all the time. So it was, it was very, it was beneficial and rewarding to be able to work with the team and to train 
do almost 40 sessions across the VA to help bridge that gap. And so, Alex, this is that relationship that Stacy talked about was important because the team had to develop a good relationship among itself. So we had a strong engineering network team that was part of it that made the technical aspect worthwhile because that was led by uh, Tom Marzalak, who was a network engineer on the team and supported by Rajiv Bhatt, as well as Bruce Alger. Those were individuals on the technical side that made this migration to this new software easy. But then, as Stacy pointed out, the big wrinkle was doing this in the midst of COVID-19, which was a second unexpected external factor that we had to build into our overall schedule. Well, I think also, this is Kathy, I think also, you know, being that we all were involved in this challenge of, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as, you know, switching over to, uh, from Skype to Microsoft Team, there's some empathy that we all have to show as well as to going through that COVID, um, you know, the, the rapid change from, like I said, from uh, Skype to Microsoft Teams. So, you know, we have to understand the emotions that everyone's going through. It could be, you know, ranging from fear to relief to even um, say it. So, you know, people are actually filling out there and kind of mode the communication and how you talk to the people. You got to stay positive and show, again, as to like what Arthur was saying, why we're migrating to it, when it will take place, um, how it will be done, and, and address their questions to help ease that fear as to making that change. So <laughs> I, I love where this conversation is going. And I actually um, and just got converted from my, my, or my computer to a, a Mac. And I was on the phone with IT for about 45 minutes until I gave up and I'm gonna schedule another meeting so we can try to do this. So I, I understand I emotionally <laughs> am distraught just with one, one change. So you know, doing with almost half a million employees must be difficult. Now, and I, I guess my question, You've already you've already touched on it. You said you care about their their emotions, their their feelings. Um, I thought that was interesting because I kind of think of project managers as just more so thinking about time and structure and and sending something. You know, this here's the SLP. Do this. Why why is it important that you care about? their emotions and how they're feeling. And then I guess, what do you do to show that you care about those, those aspects of them? Thank you, Alex, for asking. I'll take that one since I'm over here in VHA working with the clinical staff. They are very stressed. Um, each day I would get phone calls. You just hear the stress and then having to work from home, teach children from home. It was a stressful environment. So they brought me on as the cheerleader. I am the cheerleader. And I was the cheerleader standing in front, even in the training courses. And, you know, when you hear a child on the call, it's okay. Letting them know that it is okay to maybe spend some time to talk about their challenges and make them smile. The biggest thing that I love the most is when someone, after the call, they would send me a message saying, wow, thank you. You really care. So that 
has a huge impact because if we don't care for our providers and our staff, how are they going to take care of veterans? So it seems extremely important that we are there next to them and we carry them along as partners, friends, and coworkers to ease that stressor so that when they interact with our veterans, they're ready. They're ready to bring up their video on their computers and they don't accidentally end a call in the middle of a large conference call or a training session. Right, Arthur? Indeed. Uh, the project manager is basically the best analogy I can give is that he's the conductor of the orchestra. You've, in an orchestra, you've got different sections. You've got the woodwinds, you've got the percussions, you've got the strings, but they all have to come together to make, be on the same sheet of music, to make a very melodious tune at the end. So uh, we had to work with the training component, which Stacy did a excellent job in terms of providing that knowledge of how to navigate through Microsoft Teams. Then we also had the other, which was a critical component, the change management component. And as you know, Alex, change management deals with the people side of an organization, that empathy. Kathy did a good job in ensuring that our stakeholders, as well as our end users, knew what was coming, why it was coming, and what the impact might have on their day-to-day -day workflow. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to ensure was that the end users had a good customer experience because that's one of uh, the VAs and OINTs strategic imperatives, a exceptional customer experience. And since this was a new tool that was being rolled out, end users needed to feel comfortable with it in order to stay productive. So yep, and the main thing for uh, getting that uh, experience of, you know, having that comfort level for everyone of using Microsoft Teams, again, is that communication, communicate, communicate, you know, openly and regularly, um, you know, address any other questions that they may, may have, you know, and, you know, explain why they need that change, why it's needed to be done now, and, and may, you know, explain more as to how this change will effectively improve the organization and go from there and, and, you know, keep communicating. That's the main goal there is to, Tell them what's going to happen so that way it kind of eases their fear and, and you know get maybe that momentum of excitement saying hey i got something new out here and it's just what i can use and what, let me see what i can build on it so i i i gotta push back i'm sorry you guys are singing way too much kumbaya for me right now um i i can't believe that it was that was all hugs and 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 jelly drops and you know you you see where i'm going with this so you know as a team with such a big project you know did did, did every did everything run perfectly or did you guys ever have any um you don't call anybody out but did, was there ever any conflicts did anyone ever step on someone else's foot while, while they're doing this dance and and if you did like how do you how do you work through that well alex <laughs> as you know we as human beings we don't like change. We have a routine that we follow from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep at the end of the day. 
the VA is a large organization. It has a routine that it follows, and it's made up of people. And as a result, as an organization, change is disruptive. So we had to work through that. And yes, uh, there was pushback from stakeholders and various entities within, you know, the business partners of VHA or VBA or NCA. Uh, those are our business partners. But as I pointed out earlier, change management deals with that aspect of it. And what we were able to do, we had our stakeholders communication roundtable, which allowed us to share information ahead of time with our stakeholders, business partners, as to, again, what was coming, why it was coming, and what the impact might be with their day-to-day -day operations. Now, we also had another component where we had change champions embedded within the various entities within those organizations of the stakeholders so that they, again, had another opportunity to take advantage of the training that we were providing with the webinars and another opportunity to share information with frequently asked questions that may come up because some entities may in their organization not get a bulletin or a notification in a timely fashion. So they'll ask a question. We had another way for them to get that same information. So again, communicate, 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 because again, the VA's uh, guiding and strategic principle is teamwork. If the team doesn't operate together, it can't achieve its goal. So by achieving that teamwork through communication and the OINT's imperative of having an exceptional customer experience, this is how we tackle that. Communicate, communicate, communicate. And I think this is a, Alex, this is a great question. I want to follow up with author just stated, I was one of those stakeholders that was screaming <clears throat> and that saw the challenge there and calling him every five <laughs> minutes with a changing schedule. So I, I have to be honest about that. Um, BHA is a very complex organization and we have so many different types of personalities and working with them for so long, I gave them a lot of phone calls, but I used that opportunity instead of calling um, and yes, I had some, you know, choice words and, and ideas, but I used that time with those choice words to volunteer, to say, you know what, we're running a project in parallel with your organization. So instead of being a person to stand out and say, what's not going right, I said, let me go to my management and see if I can get approval to join your team. So those places where we saw there was vulnerabilities or there were gaps, I wanna be that gap filler. And that's, I think, what really helped this team. And I would tell anyone, when you're working with such a large project and organization, you have to stand back and look at those gaps and see how can you be a leader and fill in those gaps. It is not easy. It's a lot of work, a lot of long days, but it was worth it. And the, Alex, just to, put a finer point on what Stacy just touched on. VHA is our largest partner, but we had to cater to their needs because of the fact a lot of the webinars had to support them. So we 
set up special scenarios that were VHA centric to ease that uneasiness or that trepidation that the clinicians or the nurses or the administrative staff within VHA might experience with this new tool coming online. We also asked for early adopters uh, of MS Teams, so that way, you know, they had the chance to get the experience. Thank you for tuning in to The Alex Tremble Show. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Federal open season is over, but you can apply for WEPA life insurance year-round. WEPA has been insuring the future of federal employees for more than 75 years. WEPA can be used as a supplement or a replacement for Fegley and can cost less. Last year, members who switched saved $375 on average. Apply for WEPA Group Term Life Insurance and see how much you could save by visiting WAEPA.org today. The results are in. Research has found that networking is one of the four skills absolutely required to successfully advance in your career. However, when asked, most government employees state that they don't network because they believe that networking is for extroverts and for people who care more about their own careers than the organization's mission. But what if there was a way to ethically network without looking self-absorbed and being a super extrovert? Well, there is. Alex Tremble has created a seven-week online networking course specifically designed to give ambitious leaders like yourself the skills needed to become a strategic networker. This course uses time-tested and research-backed strategies to help you identify, build, and maintain critical relationships with influential leaders. Visit alextremble.com courses networking to learn more about his networking model today. Use the discount code podcastfamily on the checkout screen to receive a 20% discount. Don't delay. Enroll today at alextremble.com courses networking. And now back to the Alex Tremble Show with your host, Alex Tremble. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to ask actually a, a fairly direct question, um, if, that's, if that's okay, if, if, I, if I can do this, okay? Obviously, if you, if you don't want to answer it, just say, um, I mean, I guess you can just not answer it, but yeah, you know, I can't make you. We're all, we're all distance right now. <laughs> but uh I'd like to know, you know, Stacy, you started off with this, you know, talking about, you know, kind of making a recommendation to other uh, uh, federal employees and public sector and, and leaders. And um, what advice would, would you share, each of you, I'd like to hear, what advice would you share um, to other government teams, people working in teams, um, and maybe they're, they're, they're having a challenge, right? This is not, it's not talking about the, the, the challenge with the, the, whatever project they're trying to put forward. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about challenges within the team, right? Maybe there's dynamics, maybe there's you know, personality dynamics, maybe there's you know, not clearly defined roles, you know, whatever it may be, there's some challenges within the team. Um, it sounds like you all work very effectively as a team. So what advice would you have for, for other government employees who, who, who are, who are working in a team that is maybe challenging? What, what advice would you have for them? And we can start with Stacy. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. That's a great. That is a great question. I think for for me, sitting back, looking where my strengths are, 
I can't do everything and we cannot do a deployment or any project alone. That is just reality. Um, we're all human. So when I would call Arthur and Kathy, I would listen a lot. I would ask a question and I would listen and I, and I would bring things back from people that would leave, that would call me say, hey, ask this question. Or they were just in a conversation. So I compile all that information and I would place phone calls and hear their side. And then at that point, that's when I found that gap. And instead of, even though I'm a project manager, that wasn't my role. And I understood my role was not to be a project manager, but to be comfortable with filling that gap. And I love education. I, I really do. And that was my passion. So it, it helped me ease into that spot and actually justify it for my management because my management supported very high up in the VA. And I had to, to, to have conversations on both sides. And with that understanding and knowing that gap and being comfortable with it, I was able to go to my management and put and justify why I should participate and why I wanted to participate and what impact that it will have not only of just our group, but across the VA and our veterans. So look for those spaces that you have a strength in and be comfortable with that and take it with a positive attitude to the people, other people that are on that team. Before the next person comments, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing that. Um, focus on your strengths. You talked about listening, the importance of listening, mm -hmm. actually understanding what those gaps are, what the challenges are. Um, and you also said something that I, I, I learned back when I played football back in high school. I, my coach used to tell us we need to operate like a well-oiled machine, right? Yes. And when he was saying that, he, what he told us is that you know each part within a machine has to do its job. The screw can't do the job of the, of the nail. The nail can't do the job of the gear. If, if you try to do someone else's stuff, things break down. So you, you have to know your job, feel comfortable doing your job, and also trust that your team member is going to do their job. And, and so that, that's what I heard when, when you were speaking right now. So thank you so much for sharing thank that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And can, can we go to Kathy? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. What advice would you provide to uh, someone in a team that may have be dealing with challenges? Um, I would say, you know, make sure that communication is open between everyone and, and you know, make sure everyone is involved. Yes, you know, Stacy says, you know, stop and listen. If they have questions or concerns, it, it might be, you know, not only for themselves, but it could affect everyone else on the team as to, hey, you know, this is something that we need to look at or, you know, something we need to adjust with. And so I, I think with that, we definitely need to uh, take the time and listen. Um, you know, I think that builds that relationship among each other, you know, building that trust as to, hey, at least I can lean on Stacy or Arthur to, you know, answer my question as we need to and move forth or go to the SMEs, the subject manager experts as to, hey, you know, why isn't this working correctly? And, you know, get that feedback and, and find out for sure, you know, that way you can go forth as to if you run into that th same issue or question again, you have that knowledge. And so communicating um, the various uh, things that go on with the project to others, keep them informed. That's how we move forward. Be be before Arthur goes, I, I, I want to ask you a question. You, you, you said open communication. You, mm -hmm. you, 
stress the importance of open communication. So when you say that, what you, you're saying is open communication is telling people um, once you can talk to me, right? That, that's, that's open yep. communication, right? You can, oh, yeah. you can email me. Yep, any kind of way that you want to do, whether, you know, through your instant message, whether it's giving me a call or, you know, I mean, it doesn't always have to be work related, you know, you can always, you know, tell jokes to each other, kind of break the ice as to what's going on, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, buddy up and say, hey, what's going on, you know, there might be something else going on that might be causing some kind of friction within that team, but, you know, it's, it's communication, having their back as to going forth. So, so those who are listening probably probably saw where I was going with this. And, and Kathy, you just you answered it so well. Um, we, you know, open communication isn't just saying you can talk to me, right? It's it's having multiple ways for people to communicate with you. Um, you know, not only communicating with them when you need something. Um, I actually I just left my. Um, I, I just transitioned from one position to another organization. I, I was be serving as their chief culture officer. And um, my wife was in the room as I did my going away. And once we all ended, she, she said how, how much she loved it. And she said how much um, I, I, how she was impressed. And it, it, she's, the, what she was impressed about was not that everyone was saying, oh, you did a really great job with that, that project. You have these really great skills. You know, she said, everyone talked about just a personal relationship. Just, you know, people said, well, you, I like, part, part of the reason why I liked you is because you just called me every once in a while just to check on me, right? Did, no, no work, just, just seeing how I was doing, me and the kids. Yep. And so when you talk about this communication, I, I love, I love this. And I, I, wanted, I just wanted to underscore the importance for everyone. You know, communication doesn't need to be formal all the time. It could be informal. It doesn't need to be about work. It could be, it could be about the, what, you know, your, your favorite football team or soccer team, or, you know, depending on <laughs> what country you're, you're in, football team is a soccer team, but we're not, we're not, we're, we're going to leave that alone. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. And, and I'm going to, uh, I wanted to go to Arthur now. And, and hear Arthur's thoughts on what makes, um, what advice would he provide to or share with his um, counterparts on um, what does it mean to, if they're dealing with a difficult situation within a team? Well, thank you for that question, Alex. I think that the best approach has two components. One, you have to have a roadmap because if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to be able to get to your destination or you're not going to be able to adjust to detours or changes along that path that you may encounter. So uh, one of the things I learned from a good individual is that you've got to feed forward. So with that roadmap, being able to feed forward you're able to, one, let your partners, stakeholders know, or end users know what's coming, where the turns are going to be, and how that's going to impact them. So being able to show them the path or the roadmap and the destination, and then being able to feed forward ahead of time to let them know where detours may be occurring or changes you're able to stay ahead of any 
communication issues or problems or uneasiness that they may have along the journey. Because the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. So you've got to know that roadmap and you've got to be able to feed forward to keep everybody on track. And, and, and Arthur, again, I, I, I'm, gl- I'm so glad we rounded out um, with your comments right now, because, you know, d- just the, the idea of feed forward always, I, I always love that idea. You know, everyone likes to talk about, I, I love feedback. I want more feedback. And I, I think most people are lying to themselves when they say they, they love feedback, because at the end of the day, feedback is basically telling you did something wrong, right? How to do it better next time. Um, and, and I think it was Marshall Goldsmith, um, the author of the, the book, um, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. He talks about feed forward being, you know, always focusing on the future. So you don't got to say how someone did something bad or wrong. You could just say, hey, next time this is a, is the different way you could do it. Or what other skills do you think you need to get that next level? And having a conversation about that, um, always being future focused and growth oriented. And so I, I love that you bring up that term future focus. Um, I, I wanted to look over to Stacy real quick. Did, did you have anything you wanted to share? Yes, I would like to add one thing to the feed for it. And the only thing I would like to say is this, make sure you can bake red velvet cupcakes and ship them to author. That helped this project a lot, even though they're still in the mail six months later. <laughs> so what we're hearing is bribery, bribing your yes. colleagues with food, food, yes. Starbucks cards. This is yes. something that everyone should be noting down right now, right? Yes. The most important <laughs> thing on any project. <laughs> I, I, it was funny because I was actually um, I was uh, transitioning a group that I work with and this guy came in it was his first day and the, the individual he's going to be working with is known for being a pretty tough individual and sometimes very difficult to work with um, and you should have seen this person who's normally tough she was nothing but smiles you know he, he, he the first thing he asked her was what's your favorite chocolate Mm-hmm. Um, you, you like this type, type of chocolate? Just, okay, you, you like white chocolate? No, no, okay. <laughs> and, and she was all smiles by the end of that call. I, so, you know, I, 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 we joke, but it's about, you know, finding what people like and want and providing it with yes. them, providing it to them. You know, again, a little Starbucks, a little chocolate, um, some advice, sometimes just a, an ear, just to just sit down and let them talk to you is, is something that can help build those relationships. So again, thank you so much for bringing that up. You're welcome. So, you know, our, our time is starting to wrap up. And so I, I wanted to, again, really quickly just state, you know, how, how awesome you all are and, and, and all of our federal employees are. And you know, the reality is that you know, this award was, was launched this year and we only gave a week, a week for nominations to be um, submitted. And actually when I say a week, I mean actually five days, five days for nominations to be submitted. And within that five days, we had over 500 individuals come to the website and trying to, uh, to, to nominate. And so you all, are, 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 you won f- one of four awards um, this year. So, so the, the judges that we had reviewed, who reviewed your stuff, they were extremely impressed with everything you did. So we wanted to say thank you for the work that you've done and thank you for being here today and sharing your thoughts um, with everyone who's listening. And so what I wanna do is I wanna open this space um, to all of you once more and allow you the opportunity to share any just 
guidance, any thoughts, any career advice, anything that you think would be of value to our listeners and other government employees across the country and across the world listening to this podcast. Um, we can start if um, any, many, mighty mo, um, Kathy, if you'd like to start, is there anything you would like to share with our audience as we wrap up? Thanks, Alex. So yes, as I have uh, preached to the prior before, um, communicate, communicate, and communicate, uh, and have that openness uh, among your team members, as well as showing that empathy, because, you know, we all go through it, and uh, it's always nice to have uh, someone to lean on and go forth, and, you know, making sure that you uh, provide that information of, uh, you know, why we're migrating, where will it, you know, when will it take place, how will it be done, and, you know, give quite a few explanation as to why it, why it will be done and what the impact is. As, um, you know, think of how that product's going to impact the end user. You know, everyone wants a good experience as to that new product. So, you know, think of that in the backgrounds. And again, communicate. <laughs> Thank you. We are definitely going to be communicating. If people aren't communicating after listening to this, they need to push rewind, listen, and then communicate afterwards. Okay, let's go to, let's want to try Arthur afterwards and we'll, we'll wrap up with Stacy. Again, thank you, Alex, for the opportunity to share our experience with uh, the migration of Microsoft Teams and being able to satisfy uh, the VA's strategic principle of teamwork and being able to share the fact that uh, OINT's imperative of having a exceptional customer experience, this project was able to achieve both of those uh, in support of moving to a new software tool that will increase the VA's uh, end users productivity and being able to provide service to our veterans. I will share one thing that uh, a senior executive uh, shared with me was the fact that if you start with why, everything else becomes easier. Because if they understand why, the how and the what will follow much easier. And this is one of the things I think we experience with this enterprise-wide implementation. Again, thank you, Arthur, so much for everything you contribute, everything you've shared today. I, I appreciate it so much. I know everyone appreciates it. And yes, let's all make sure we start with why. That is the critical first question we need to answer. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna scoot over and hang over here with Stacy. And, and this, before she gets going, I want everyone to get ready. Everyone sit down. But you know, if you can put a seatbelt on, let's put a seatbelt on because we know she's going to knock us out of our chairs. And this is gonna be profound. No, no, don't, no, 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 no worry. It's, it's going to happen. So, Miss Stacy. <laughs> Well, th first of all, thank you for the opportunity for us to share our stories and our experience working with the VA. The second thing, it's a little bit more personal with me, is examine your fear. Examine the fear, the fear of change, the fear of being different, um, and the fear of rejection. All of that comes into a part when you're working on a project, when you have to go outside of the norm to get something maybe done. And I think that was something that I worked with through this project because it was, I was sitting in a very interesting position as a project manager, but it took a lot of, it took a lot from 
for myself and the understanding of myself to be able to go outside of the norm. And with the help of my mentors, my coaches, and even my supervisor helping me channel all of that energy and all of this passion into the right, to the right way allowed me to be a part of this team, to, to just be a part of the team, to explore my ideas in a manner to help others. So that would be my words to everyone else. And thank you again for this opportunity. So, so everyone, I, I know that you think this might have been scripted because I, 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 I set her up and she, she, she knocked it down. She's like the Steph Curry over here. Um, <laughs> and I, I do appreciate so much that you ending uh, this, this rounding out this conversation um, with the discussion of fear because fear is it's, it's, it's so important, right? Um, fear is a necessity. Fear is important to us because fear is what keeps us alive, keeps us from doing things that are really stupid and dangerous. Um, but fear can also stop us from doing things that are really important to us and it can have so much positive impact. And so understanding how to overcome that fear, how to be courageous, right? To be, to be courageous is not to not have fear, but is to act even though you are fearful. And so I, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing that, that note. Um, you know, one quick note, I, I, I have to say I'm a bit partial. I, I'm, I'm blessed to have had the opportunity to actually do some work with the VA in their leadership program. And what I can tell you right now, everyone who's listening, they are, are, are customer focused. Everything we do, everything we teach in those courses, they are always focused on how do they better serve the veterans. And I am just amazed and I, I am just happy and, and, and lucky to be around individuals such as the three we have us, uh, with us today, Arthur, Kathy, and Stacy, um, because, you know, funny enough, I come from a military family, right? You know, my biological person, you know, he was uh, Navy. My, my dad is Army. My sister's Army. Cousins are Marines. You know, uh, we, I come from this. And, I, and to, to know that, that there's leaders such as you across the VA doing what they can do to ensure that our veterans are being served um, makes me just feel, makes me feel so much happier and safe and know that my, that my family members and friends are safer in your hands. So, uh, I'll, I'll wrap up with that, but uh, I, I do want to make sure I ask everyone, if you, if you, as you listen to this, and if you, if you found something of value here, remember, don't keep it to yourself, right? If, if you found, if you know that what, you just learn can help you or someone else um, within their career and with their life. Don't keep it to yourself. I always say, don't look back, reach back, take this content, share it with someone else. Again, uplift the voices of Stacy, Kathy, and Arthur here. They're, they're doing so much great work and they shared one of the most valuable things they have, which is time. They shared their time with us and with you today. So make sure you are uplifting these voices. And as always, Stay strong, stay positive, and definitely stay moving. Thanks for listening. Find us online at thealextrembleshow.com and be sure to share what you've learned with at least one other person today. Check back on the first and third Wednesday of each month for new episodes. Until next time, stay strong, stay positive, and definitely stay moving. <laughs>